Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. The story I would like to share with you today is entitled, A Rash Vow. And the subheading for this story, Vow Wisely. And the story may be found in the book of the Bible entitled Judges, chapters 11 and 12. Her name was Anna. I met her when we were toddlers, when our mothers went to the village well to draw some water. At that age, we would not let our mother out of our sight. Shyly, we exchanged names. We soon became great friends and spent most of our days together playing, mothering our little pet fawns and hiding among the grapevines, especially when the grapes were sweet and juicy. That was the start of a friendship that lasted until the worst day of my young life. But I will let Anna tell her story until she can no longer speak for herself. Yes, my name is Anna. My father had an unhappy childhood. Though he had a father who loved him and many brothers, not one of those brothers wanted to be his friend. In fact, they were downright hostile and nasty to him, bullying him when he could not defend himself. His name is Jephthah. His mother was not the same mother as his brother's mother. His father's sons hated him for this, though it was not his fault what his father did. When his father, Gilead, my grandfather, died, my brothers cast him out of the family home. He found his way to a country called the land of Tob. Gilead was an ancient name handed down through the centuries. The land of Gilead was on the eastern side of the Jordan River that was taken over when the tribes of Israel invaded Canaan. This experience made my father very bitter for the way his half-brothers treated him. He soon got into bad company, was made their leader because of his great strength and leadership qualities, leading them on raids to plunder farms and villages and rob people when it suited him. This all happened before I was born. When he later married my mother, who also was from Tob, that's when I became part of their family. Of course, like all fathers, he had wanted a son, but he loved me dearly, and there was plenty of time for my parents to have all the boys they wanted. After all, I may be the only daughter they will have. That would make me very special to them, wouldn't it? Some years went by until one day... The leading man of Gilead came to see my father because he was a very brave man. He always won the battles he fought. He planned his campaigns very carefully. One plan he used very successfully was to divide his large band of men into smaller groups to ambush his enemies, attacking them from all sides. This gave him and his men the upper hand, confusing their enemies and invariably gaining the victory and all the plunder that went with that. The Gileadites had been in trouble with the Ammonites, who had threatened to attack them. Without a courageous leader, they had decided to ask my father if he would be their leader, not only to fight the Ammonites, but to lead them after that as well. 
The Ammonites had descended a long time ago when Lot, Abraham's nephew, had a son in his drunkenness by his younger daughter. They had called him Ben-Ammoi. I knew that my father Jephthah loved me very much because every time he won a battle, he never ever lost one, he would bring home a present especially for me. This may have been a beautiful jewel he had found on one of the men who had been killed or some trinket made of gold in a pattern we had never seen in our area before. This made me feel very special and when he swept me up in his strong arms, I shrieked with delight. My mother stood by, admiring the strong bond that had formed between my father and me. As I was about to say, there were many heated arguments between Jephthah and the Ammonites. It didn't stop with talking, but turned into real battles and not just a war of words. God gave my father a great victory, and many of the Ammonites were killed. Before the battle, and this is where my story becomes tragic, my father had made a vow to God that if he gave him the victory, then whatever came out of his house when he returned home, he would offer it to the Lord as a burnt offering. For some time, we had been rearing a young orphan lamb in our home. It was allowed to run in and out of the house all through the day. I'm sure now that was what my father had in mind when he made his vow. When I heard the blast of the victory trumpet approaching our house and the shouts of the men who had fought with my father, I quickly picked up a hand drum and ran out of the house dancing with glee. I was so proud of my father. At that moment, the shouts I heard gave way to a silence that could be felt, broken only by my father's piercing cry, Oh, my daughter, why did you come out of the house? You have torn my heart out. I have been brought down to the ground with sorrow. I have made a vow to the Lord and I cannot deny it. Though only thirteen, I realised what it was that he must have pledged to God. It was my life that was to be offered to God as a thank offering for the victory he had given my father. Suddenly the peace of God came over me and I told my father that he must do what he had vowed to God. However, would he allow me two months to roam through the mountains with my friends and to weep that I could die a virgin, not experience the beauty of marriage nor the joy of children? You can see now why I said that was the worst day of my life. I was among Anna's friends, who kept her company as we wandered through the high country of Gilead, counting off the days when our dear young friend would be placed on the altar, and her life would end in that terrible way. When the dreadful day came and Anna was no longer with her family and all her friends, there was more weeping and wailing than I have ever heard before or since, Jephthah and his still young wife were so distraught I thought they would never recover, nor would we. The postscript to this story is as follows. When I was older, I learned from those who knew our laws that the vow that Jephthah had made was described as nida, which was the kind that did not have to be fulfilled if it meant performing a wrong act. Only the vow of Chiram must be carried out 
as it was a devotion to God that could not be redeemed in some other way. When I understood that, I was furious. Anna did not have to die, but she did. I was willing to cooperate with her father to ensure his vow was fulfilled. That made me very proud of my young friend, who had the same spirit as one of our ancestors, Isaac, and who I am sure will have the same heavenly reward. Here now is a quiz for you. Why was Jephthah unhappy as a boy? Where did he go when his father died? Who were the Gileadites having trouble with? And the last question, why was Jephthah so unhappy when he came home after a great victory and saw his daughter come out of the house? You've been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02-4973-3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.